Hello, strong, feisty women. Some of you may recognize my voice. I'm Celine Yeager, host of the Hit Play Not Pause podcast. Throughout my career as a professional health and fitness writer and now a podcaster, I hear countless questions from women who are trying to understand how their ever-changing hormones impact their sports performance. So we decided to serve up some answers in a brand new series called Hormonal that we will be releasing on the Feisty Women's Performance Podcast feed. Throughout this four-part series, reproductive endocrinologist Dr. Carla DiGirolamo and I will be tackling topics like periods, the pill, pregnancy, and conditions like PCOS, all from the perspective of sports performance. If you aren't already, follow the Feisty Women's Performance Podcast and stay tuned for our first episode releasing on April 15th. Also, have questions you want answered? Send us a voice note at speakpipe.com slash hormonal and we'll get it answered on the show. You are listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast, a podcast for women who are chasing epic and everyday adventures on their bikes. We are a production of Live Feisty Media and hosted by Christy Moan and Katherine Taylor. Christy. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. You're getting ready for a road trip. I know. I'm getting ready to head out in the van. My favorite thing. (laughs) My favorite thing. We are like fast squeezing in this intro because we had such a good podcast recording this morning that's not coming out yet, but then we both had to go straight to meetings. Yeah. And you're getting ready to get on the road. I know. I'm uh, headed to Arizona, so... I'm a little oh. jealous. I wanted to go to Arizona for the winter, but it didn't yeah. work. But um, it's like sunny and beautiful the last I know years. it's sunny and beautiful here. So I'm sure it'll stay that way until I come back. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to go and yeah. Yeah. That's just fun. Yeah. So it'll, uh, I'm going to have to figure out where to record podcasts when I get down there because it's always so janky. The service is always kind of, eh, but. Yeah, we'll but you won't be, well, we have a lot of podcast recordings coming up. Sorry, I know. Um, but you won't be, um, like the first time you were there, you all were still building out the house. So you yeah. have to go in the van yeah. and record in there. But the new house doesn't have very good service. So I'll probably have to be doing it on my, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about me. I got it. I got You'll you. You'll find a new podcast studio. I will. I'll find a new, new closet to record in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So anyway. We've got, yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. There's a lot going on. Yeah. There's so much going on. Um, I'm trying to plan a trip to Bentonville because we've got so much going on. We just announced BMC as our presenting yeah, sponsor. Congratulations. We actually have some big news about a title sponsor that is going to help us cover all of our scholarships. Yes. So that's going to come out in the next couple of weeks. So oh fill some spots. So if people have not signed up for the gravel festival, get it get in and somebody hasn't sent me their picture to use. In the oh, I forgot. Just use the one you've got. Okay. I'll use that. I know you like that picture, but I didn't know. If I just, I, it's not that it's that I don't ever, I just, it's easy. I mean, I still have my LinkedIn photo from when I had super short hair back when I worked at tech village and they, everybody on my team makes fun of me. They're like, this is professional Catherine. I'm like, I don't have any other pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Selfies of me and my dog in the last yeah, couple of years. Like, is that what you want? Cause I have those. <laughs> 
yeah, we were on our podcast recording today. I was saying when you posted my birthday, like a bunch of people started following my personal social, which I don't put out a lot because it's so disappointing to people. It's me and my dog. <laughs> I don't think it's disappointing. <laughs> well, that's because you think my dog is cute. Your dog is cute. She is staring. And at so are you. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Well, um, I hope you have a really fun trip down to thanks. Arizona. Um, I'm excited to share uh, the the podcast interview today. We had another another duo, and they were we got the scoop on what's happening up in Vermont that's making gravel so great up there. It's really cool to watch. So, yeah, and um, we had Pamela and Nancy on. Nope, Nancy nope, is her not Nancy. It's Rachel. <laughs> it's her Instagram handle, Nancy Leg Power. And so I always like default to that. Rachel, I know you're not Nancy. Uh, <laughs> That's perfect though. <laughs> but I do know her Instagram handle. Uh, we had Rachel and Pam, and I almost said Nancy. Rachel okay. and Pamela on because they just bought uh, with their spouses, the Ranger Vermont, but we've got more uh, women in the race director club. Yep. It's awesome. So awesome. we get the scoop on all about the races, like what's happening up with the women's community in Vermont, how you can show up to group rides and, you know, not try to chase the group and the scoop on the race, which yeah. made me want to go up to that event. It's, it sounds amazing. We're going to have to go summer in Vermont sometime, at least it's August in Vermont. Many places to go. I know. There. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and their race, when this podcast comes out on Tuesday, their race will have just opened for registration on Friday. So yep. you can go sign up for it. All right. Um, this is the fastest intro ever because Christy's got to go to another call. <laughs> And it's, just it, go it's a good podcast. So. It's a great podcast. So just go listen to the podcast. Awesome. Right. Next time I see you, you'll be in Arizona. I know. Bye. Bye. Catherine, it's the button at the bottom of the screen. That's the every, record button. <laughs> every week before we start the podcast, I'm like, where's the record button? And then when we finish, I'll be like, where's, where's the, the end button? button? <laughs> there have been a few times where we've gotten into the podcast I've been, before they started doing that recording in progress. I was like, oh, are we recording? Did we record it? Yeah. Thankfully it says so in the upper corner. We now know it's announced. We now, we now know. Yeah. Um, everybody on this recording looks a lot colder than it is here for me today. Actually, it's a heat wave here today. It was about 30 degrees tomorrow. It's going to be almost 40. So, uh, it's I heat think wave. you have a different definition of heat wave, Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> I actually took my coat off in the car and walked from my driveway into my house after work tonight, just in what you can see I'm wearing here and walked in and was like, I didn't have to wear a neck warmer outside today. Um, that was my window down. Pretty, pretty big victory. Yeah. 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 Rachel, what I you're wearing was my winter outfit when I lived in Georgia, pretty much the entire winter. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, we are joined by Rachel Cohen and Pamela Robichaud. Did I say it right? Did I get it? You did. Um, boom. Boom. Christy doubted that I could get it. <laughs> Actually, I think it was you that doubted if you could get it. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and they, they obviously are in a much colder climate than we typically are, but they're having a heat wave that they talked about. So where, where are you ladies based? We are in Vermont. There so northwest corner, I'm in Heinsburg. So 
and yep. I'm in Jericho. Oh. How far apart are of, those? Yeah. Oh, we're like maybe 20, 30 minutes apart. Um, yeah. And we both live kind of on the outskirts of Burlington. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's helpful. Everything here is 20, 30 minutes apart. Your friends, the grocery store, your work, it doesn't matter. You're getting 20, 30 minutes when you get in the car. It seems that way from everybody we've talked to in Vermont. It's yeah. true. Um, for listeners that have like rooted Vermont as a um, kind of reference point. Um, we both live like maybe 10 minutes down into Richmond. So mm-hmm. if Pamela and I are going to meet for a ride or grab a coffee or something, that's kind of our, our general meetup spot. Yep. I love it. Okay. The first thing I need to know is what the heck is going on up in Vermont that there's such a kick-ass group of women riding gravel. Yeah. It's pretty special. <laughs> Very special. <laughs> Like, Gosh, I mean, I, I, everyone seems to have just kind of figured it out a few years ago that like, this is an awesome way to spend time and enjoy the outdoors in Vermont. And, um, you know, I, I've lived in Vermont my whole life. Um, Pamela, you have like family roots going back, um, but have kind of had the, the um, experience of living more all over. And um, so like, I grew up here and, you know, spent my childhood, um, playing and riding on dirt roads, but never really considered it to be a sport um, just until like 2018. Um, and then it kind of suddenly, it's a sport, it's a thing. Um, and even now, like kids in high school are, um, you know, they're doing mountain bike team, but also kind of dabbling in gravel, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I came here, uh, I'm from Massachusetts, but I was living in Boulder, Colorado for 14 years. Um, my husband and I just moved back to New England to be closer ish to family. They're still several hours away. Um, and so I've been here for about a year and a half and I just fell into this group of people truly through like Strava and social media. And it's just been like a gigantic hug homecoming, a very easy group of, um, people, um, with several tentacles in every direction um, to keep up with. So it just exists. It's amazing. <laughs> so cool. Do you guys do a lot? What are you doing in your winter time right now? Like indoor riding or are you skiing? Like that's, you know, the big question. Both. All of that. Um, my cheeks are red because I just hopped out of the shower because uh, we just, um, my husband and I just came in from fat biking and doing a little bit of cross country skiing. Um, so for me, it's kind of like, look at your arsenal of winter fun and look at the snow and figure out what you want to do. There's plenty of training, trainer rides, um, but there's also fat biking, cross country skiing, um, some uphill skiing. So that's just outside. Nice. But I don't ride the trainer as much as a lot of other people. My husband just did like 800 miles in one month, which is bananas. So <laughs> Rachel's got some, some, uh, some trainer time coming up. Yeah, I'm more of a trainer person. Um, I am a high school teacher. So I'm riding the trainer a lot like during the during the week. um, And then hopefully getting out and, um, you know, getting the fresh air by cross country skiing or, um, you know, uphill touring on the weekends. Um, So I kind of like to piece those two together both to switch it up and make me more excited to get back on the bike in the spring. Um, But I mean, I do you just kind of need to log some trainer time in the, in the winter, you know, yeah. on work days. But you get out there in the winter too. Like we had you yeah. 
over a year ago now, you and Laura King did a live recording with us about yeah. all of your winter. Yeah, year. we did. We like, will absolutely bundle up. You know, this winter has yeah. been really challenging to get outside and ride. Um, we've just had such cold temperatures. Uh, it's been like consistently around zero to like maybe plus five or 10, kind of like every Saturday and Sunday. Um, so I don't think I've even read, I rode outside on New Year's Day. But then before that, it was like maybe a few weeks before the holidays. Um, they've been pretty few and far between, unfortunately. That's just too <laughs> cold for me. It's true. It's true. In fact, I work half days on Wednesdays and I canceled a dentist appointment tomorrow because it's going to be 35 degrees and I'm going to ride outside before I go to work. So <laughs> that's how I'm operating because I didn't get outside. I mean, that biking is one thing, but I didn't get outside on drop bars in January, which, um, and I'm not afraid of cold. And it was, cold so that's crazy yep. I, I texted Laura when I finally got myself outside it must have been January and I was so proud of myself because it was like 41 and I was riding outside I was like look <laughs> except for then I forgot my bike pump and I hadn't put my tires up in like three months I was like never mind I'm going home Rides. I mean, I think like a lot of it is just kind of like readjusting expectations too. Like, you know, I can feel really satisfied with like 30 minutes or an hour outside and always have to remember that it is way harder on our bodies too, to just like additionally, um, use mm -hmm. that energy to stay warm. So, you know, riding slower, shorter, shorter trips, but it does feel good. feels really good yeah. to start pedaling outside again. I'm looking forward to it in February. Mm-hmm. So Rachel, you said you were a high school teacher. That's right. Yeah. So um, I teach high school humanities. Um, and so I'm in the classroom. Um, yeah. Full-time Monday through Friday. Um, and then also, I also do a lot of work with Vermont Youth Cycling. So um, kind of running this um, organization, you know, along with um, a a full volunteer um, working board to create opportunities for kids to um, pursue mountain bike racing. Um, we host um, four races in the fall um, and some group riding opportunities in the spring. So um, that's kind of another hat that I wear and something I really like doing that complements um, teaching. And Pamela, what do you do? I am a physical therapist. Ah. So um, I actually work for a private practice in Richmond um and so but I am not full-time so I'm about part-time um and that's always been my mo being in healthcare because I it's going to keep me interested in being a physical therapist for my entire life I think it might kill me if I had to do 40 hours but historically in my professional career like we've my husband and I have always had like a side hustle of sorts he's been in outdoor marketing space there have been opportunities to help with events there there's been side gigs side businesses, just lots of opportunity there. So that's always sort of filled up that other silo, so to speak, in the work world. Um, and so now, you know, we have our new side hustle now with uh, Rachel and her husband. So, um, uh -huh. yeah. Well, we definitely want to get to that. But first, I want to find out how you all became friends before you made this huge decision together. Um, <laughs> because I heard it happened kind of through writing and there's a fun story. So tell us about that. Yeah, um, I guess 
I, I want to back up and just kind of actually speak a little bit more to that question that, that you asked at the beginning, Catherine, about like what is going on with um, women cycling in Vermont, um, because it's been definitely like a slow evolution that I think like sped up really big time, um, maybe like three years ago or so, um, as gravel cycling and, and some new races started popping up in Vermont, um, but also just networking opportunities that have come about, I think in large part through social media and just a bunch of women putting themselves out there and saying like, hey, let's have this group ride. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe four people will show up, maybe 40 people will show up. And that um, is, is how Pamela and, and I met. Um, prior to that, I um, just, went up to, uh, gosh, the first gravel event I really did was the Vermont Overland in 2018. And I had just moved back at that point from living abroad for a year. And I was not excited to move back to the United States after spending a year living and riding in Norway. And so I started to um, like follow some new people that were living in Vermont that would be really like get me psyched up about moving back to Vermont. <laughs> and one of those people um, was Laura King and I'd never met her. I didn't know her at all. And then I heard that she was going to be at the Vermont Overland. My husband and I signed up for the Vermont Overland um, saying like, oh, this thing that we've been doing is now like a real thing. Let's like do this event. I introduced myself um, at the finish line and she said, hey, do you, next week I'm going on this group ride with this other girl that I just met who messaged me on Strava. Her name is Kristen Motley. Do you want to come with us? And so the three of us went and did that group ride together, um, mountain bike ride in Stowe. And we all became fast friends. And then we started to talk amongst ourselves and say, Hey, like, let's, let's spread the wealth. Like, let's pass it on. Let's do our own thing. And so Pamela and I ended up meeting, um, at just a ride that I think, um, a few of us threw up on Instagram and said like, Hey, we're going to meet up at, um, Cochrane ski area on like a Sunday morning and ride down to Waterbury and get coffee and ride back. And, I remember showing up, I actually remember it was the morning after um, we had yes. learned that um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris had won the election. Um, and so it was just like an unbelievable feeling to show up to a parking lot of like, I don't know, 40 women or more. Um, and we all went around and introduced ourselves. And um, I was excited to meet Pamela because I also knew that she was new to the area, but we hadn't met in person yet. Um, and I was intimidated by you in your Petunia Mafia kit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that little tad bit at the end, right? Like there's always, there's always that little piece that you're like, and then wow, we, of course, started chatting, and I really was like, cool. oh, she's great. <laughs> <like, laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> she's not. There's, there's no way she's gonna like me. <laughs> So long-winded explanation, but that's, that's what I remember kind of about how we, how we met Pamela. Yeah. I mean, I knew I've known Laura and Ted for a very long time through the cycling world through my husband and um, yeah, coming to Vermont and knowing we, like I said, I, I grew up, um, or Rachel said, I did my winters in this area. So we've got some, some roots here, but to actually sort of get a home and get established here. Um, I was kind of going to Laura for like, okay, so like you ride bikes, there's this like person on Instagram who you ride with a lot and she's got a name that's not her name 
And um, that's how I knew I sort of came to know Rachel as her Instagram handle, um, Nancy. And um, yeah, I remember seeing um, Laura put up the post, like we're gonna go ride to go get coffee and people should come and I texted her and I just come off a couple surgeries and I was like, I'm really not in shape. Like, do you think I could do it? Vermont's really hilly and blah, blah. She's like, just show up. And so I did. And per usual, trusted the sport of cycling. Um, that there was going to be like a, a place and a pace for me. Um, and I remember that's where we definitely first met. And I remember saying, Hey, you need me to like pull up the rear. Like I'm available. Cause that's just my job. That's always been who I am on group rides. Like I'm not off the front and I'm always happy to pull up the back because it's kind of where the magic happens. And Rachel's like, thanks. Like we're good. Um, and Rachel had her own magic happening on that ride with, with someone else, which is fun. And, um, yeah, so that's what we met. And I, you, you talk about that morning of, of like commenting that the new administration was in and I just, I still get goosebumps about it. It was like straight up magic. So um, it was a really great ride. And um, I met some dear friends who are still friends today. So it was awesome. It was the start of something pretty beautiful during a very vulnerable time in my life. So it was perfect. That's awesome. I love, I've, when I first moved to Atlanta, I started doing triathlon and all my friends became like my triathlon training group. And then I just kept doing more triathlons. <laughs> That's how I ended up doing an Ironman. Cause I was like, well, these are my friends. They're all doing it. They're all going to be training for a year. So if mm-hmm. I want to be friends, I have to do this race, <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like you all took on some like epic riding adventures as well. You were telling me about a long ride you all did and how magical that, how magical that one was. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so we're Rachel and I ride very different paces, different goals, different, whatever. That is like not the story of our life on a bike. I mean, that is the story of our life on a bike, but it doesn't affect like how we hang out on a bike. So I had several goals this summer. I was doing some events and stuff, but I didn't particularly have any time goals or anything like that. But I, you know, signed up for a bunch of Strava things. And I looked at my Strava and like, I don't know, what was it, July maybe or something. And I was like, I should do, I said I would do hundred K I'm kind of a rule follower. I made the rules for myself. So, um, I texted Rachel and I was like, Hey, I'm going to go do hundred K tomorrow. We don't even need to say out loud that our paces are different. Like it is a known fact. I'm going to go at Pamela's pace because given enough time that that'll get you there every time. Do you want to join or I'm going to do it from your house? You can join for some of it. You can pull off. You can, I don't know, choose your own adventure, but I'm going and it's kind of going to be in your area. And I don't know. What do you think? And uh, she said, yes. And, um, but you had other goals for the day, Rachel, and it like worked out perfectly. I don't even know if you thought you were going to stick with me all day. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I um, was, was honest back with Pamela and said, yeah, I would love to ride hundred K tomorrow. Um, I'm supposed to do like, I don't know what my workout was, but it was some like 10 minute intervals or some, you know, three by 10 minute intervals or something like that. Um, so I said, can, can we make it work? Like, how would you feel if I made that happen over the course of the hundred K and we regroup each time? And Pamela was like, yes, please. That sounds great. Like, (laughs) that won't hurt my feelings at all. Let's do it. Um, and, uh, I'm psyched that I did because we had an amazing day and we both got what we needed out of it. And I think so often, gosh, like a year or two ago, I probably would have ever not like either had the communication skills 
to be able to have that conversation. Um, but I'm really glad that, you know, we've gotten to that point both as friends, but also that I have the confidence now to advocate for like what I need to do in on a given day um, and be really clear about that and say, hey, I still want to make having it be social work. What do you think? Um, so I immediately mm -hmm. knew just down, that you were down to have that conversation, um, mm -hmm. that I'd found a match in terms of someone that would feel really comfortable to um, certainly embark on a friendship with and now to um, be business partners is, pr is pretty cool. Um, yeah, and, you know, that, that kind of sealed the deal for me in terms of our shared values and how we communicate. Totally. I echo all of that. <laughs> Well, that you kind of just alluded, you're now business partners. We are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on the so, fast track. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, right? <laughs> hey, nice to meet you. Cool kit. Hi. Let's ride. I'm yeah. going to do some 10 minute intervals. Let's buy a business. <laughs> Basically that. That's essentially it, Christy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so as we mentioned, like handful of really cool gravel events here in Vermont, um, we're super lucky to have rooted. Um, we have the Overland, there's the Peach and Fall Fondo, there's the Rasputitsa races. Um, we both um, attended this other gravel event um, last year called the Ranger, um, which traditionally happens right at the beginning of June. And it takes place in Tunbridge, Vermont, um, which is a very small town. Um, just kind of north of White River Junction. So maybe like an hour south of where the two of us live now. And really cool, like community vibe, um, pretty small event, 450, 500 people. It was created to be a fundraiser um, for the local community. Um, in 2016, here in Vermont, there was um, a development project that really threatened the traditional farming landscape, um, natural landscape as well. And a group came called the Alliance for Vermont Communities came together and basically wanted to um, gather enough human power and funding to try to preserve land in this four town region. So Tunbridge, Stratford, um, South Royal or Royalton and, and Sharon. And um, they were able to essentially prevent this huge um, land developer from buying up the land through funds that they raised as a nonprofit. And then this event um, at its inception was able to also support uh, both with energy and funds um, to, to preserve that land. So that's kind of the backstory on how the event got started. And um, my connection to the area is really unique in that um, I have a really long family history of farming in the Tunbridge Valley. Um, I, gosh, um, I'm an eighth generation Vermonter that um, all goes back to this, this one place where this town happens. Um, my, both my parents were, were born in this town. Um, my uncle still farms um, Powell Valley, which is an organic dairy farm. Um, and the ranger, the vent itself, um, you know, they, they park cars on his fields and we ride through both at the start and the finish. So um, I've always wanted, you know, enjoyed my weekend participating in the ranger because of that special connection. And it's just like epic roads and riding, a lot of really cool climbing and beautiful views. And after the ride this year, um, my husband and I got together with 
the the founder of the race and had dinner one night and he indicated that he was um, ready to pass it on. And um, we had a bunch of conversations about what it could look like, you know, ranging from helping him to becoming full owners. And we really um, landed on a desire to uh, take over as the new stewards of the event and take it in kind of a new and different direction. Um, not too different. Um, we you know, just really want to build on like all of the successes that he's had and um, kind of see how we can grow it in a way that increases the community impact, um, you know, extends the, the charitable giving philosophy but also involves more local Vermonters in the experience of riding bikes. Um, and uh, Pamela and John um, also participated that weekend and, and um, you know, immediately really showed interest in, in also becoming involved um, on a pretty serious level. So we're thrilled to be tackling it as a group of four. Mm-hmm. What yep. else did you add to that, Pamela? <laughs> that... Um, I... God, I mean, I could wax philosophically about the event, just the one, the one ride I had. Um, it was very, it, it was, it was awesome. I mean, very much. Um, it's, it's a, it is a race within a ride. So there are sections, and this is important to sort of the story between about like Rachel and I and our bike rides. Um, so there are certain segments that are timed, but otherwise you're not racing a finish line clock. So um, if you want to push it and you're racing other people who in your age group or whatever that are doing the, um, doing the segments and overall time for those segments, great. If you just want to go out there and ride with your friends, you can do that too, or you can do both. Um, my riding partner who I met on that ride when I met Rachel um, really had it in her to push those segments. I just was happy to be there and do the ride on its own. And it was the perfect, like she pushes, we meet up, we ride. She pushes, we meet up, we ride. Um, and it was really beautiful. And I mean, the first five miles in of that race, I, I was crying. I loved where we were. It had been a really um, big deal to get to the start line after a tough year of the medical stuff. And um, just there were tears. And um, it was extremely impactful that way. And it was a beautiful day. And it was a total success. And um, as we were going on towards the finish, Tyler and Rachel came up because they had been doing they've been helping with another part of the day and they were they, they had a later start again you're not racing a clock so you can start whenever and like just my friend Beth and I were kind of like whoo okay we've been putting in some effort they like come by and we were like oh what a breath of fresh air hi guys and we just started to chat a little bit and the next thing I know I got to the finish um we took some pictures with Rachel and my husband who didn't ride that day was like I'm I'm interested and in, I like this because I like it here a lot and I don't know what happened. Maybe I was getting changed or whatever, but there was lots of like talking, I think between Tyler and John of just being like, I don't know. I like this event. This is cool. And then we went to go get creamies. And the next thing I know was like, if there's ever an opportunity, please call us. And honestly, that's how it went. <laughs> I love that you went to get creamies and bought a race. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of a bigger timeline, but yeah, basically that. <laughs> like, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, so we need to add creamies to the story because this is just all, right. <laughs> it's all too, too good. All too Vermont. Just like, <laughs> you know. do you want to know what'll make it even better? Christy, the name no, of the, the name of the creamy stand. What is it? Is outrageous. It's called the legendary. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. So if you ever, in, if you ever find yourself in Williamstown, Vermont, 
that's that's our top creamy pick location. Yep. <laughs> yep. But, but watch out, you might accidentally buy a race. <laughs> buy another Drunk business. on creamies by a bike race. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, in case yeah. people are wondering, I know Christy has stole the bike race, but how does one buy a bike race? <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's a lot an of excellent question. We didn't know either. <laughs> yeah, there's emails, a lot of them. Yeah. 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 Um, gosh, you know, it's it, <laughs> one of the things that I think is kind of unique about what has happened with us is that it is kind of, atypical like I I think most of the time races just kind of like people start them and then they kind of grow and evolve and maybe more people come in and people leave but like but this is kind of a a a full transfer over to um new folks and you know we've just worked really closely with um Alex Busky is the was the founder um, and creator, um, along with the Alliance for Vermont communities. Um, so we've just worked really closely with him over the last few months to talk about, you know, every angle of the nuts and bolts of how to, how to run the event. Um, you know, everything from, you know, who are the guys that you've used on their ATVs to, you know, put the signs in for the segments on the class four trails to, you know, much bigger, you know, vendor discussions and partners and you know who are the benefactors in the past that we've worked with so um really just wide-ranging conversation and then um yeah figuring out kind of um the nuts and bolts of the deal of like how's it how's it going to work in terms of him transferring ownership to us yeah we figured we i mean we the nuts and bolts of that is that we we created a business with um Tyler and Rachel and John and myself and that business had a um I guess owner agreement and then we made a purchase agreement with really fantastic help from some really smart lawyers and um things got signed and now we have a bank account that's happening (laughs) yeah and and we're super grateful you know we're we're in a really good position and that we're inheriting something that was successful um but we're also inheriting a website and you know built out bike reg and some infrastructure so um you know we're we're excited to take it and move forward and feeling very blessed that we have the opportunity kind of to grow it from here yeah we realize we're in a pretty privileged spot for sure. I love that. Um, so yeah. we've told you and hold you to anything you say, but what are some, so it's already a great event. It's in a beautiful area, but what are some of your dreams? Like if anything could happen, what are some of the dreams? Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I can, yeah, I can start us off. Um, you know, right now the event is traditionally been on a Sunday and it's basically been a one day event. Um, what is very, very cool about the venue is that it happens at a fairgrounds. It happens at the Tumbridge World's Fair um, fairgrounds where every September when they host this, this big fair, um, lots and lots of people come and like hook up their RVs and their camper vans and set up tents and they camp for the weekend. So there's precedent at this venue to have lots and lots of people um, in a festival-like atmosphere. So 
we're, we're going to take our time, but, um, this year we're going to offer camping both on Friday night and Saturday night. And we're going to create more opportunities on Saturday for group rides, for family rides, rides for first timers. Um, we're partnering with, um, there, Tunbridge, Vermont, interestingly has the highest, um, number of breweries per capita, um, at least in Vermont, maybe in the United States. And so we'll do some brewery rides from the fairgrounds to these different locations. And then we want to have a, a bonfire with s'mores and, you know, encourage people to spend the weekend there um, and really connect with other people in the cycling com community, but spend more time exploring Tunbridge than they perhaps have been able to in the past. That's kind of your one vision. You had me at brewery. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that sounds pretty amazing I'm sure you'll have lots of big dreams um and lots of things that you'll be implementing as you roll out um so how is the race is registration open like how do people sign up how do they get there you know what do you do what are the things it's not open yet uh we are hoping to open registration in the next couple of weeks um so you can follow us at the Ranger VT on um, Instagram for updates on when registration will open. But yeah, we just need a couple more weeks and then we'll be ready to, to open registration. And we're going to offer three ride distances. So we'll offer the traditional um, 18 and then a 40 to 50 mile option, which we haven't totally nailed down. We want to change a couple of the roads um, and include um, perhaps uh, a couple different class four segments for the, the gravel enduro. Um, so we're working on that a little bit. And then we're also hoping to expand and offer a little bit longer of a ride and do a 62 or hundred K option as well. That also, um, you know, is complemented by, like I said, a, a junior ranger ride. So we really wanna encourage youth and families to come and participate. And so traditionally there's been youth rides on Sunday morning. We're hoping to definitely do that and hopefully include some more opportunities like that on Saturday. And all of that, you can sign up um, at the same place for registration as well as camping for the full weekend. That sounds like a very fun weekend. And what's like, if you were, if somebody were coming into Vermont, where would they look at? Like what part of the state or what area would they look at? Tumbridge is Driving. really centrally located. Um, it's right off of, it's five miles off of Interstate 89. Uh, let's see some landmarks. It's close to White River Junction. So central part of the state again, over on the east side of the state. Um, pretty close to like Dartmouth College as another point of reference. Um, Vermont Law School is in South Royalton, which is probably the, the largest town, you know, it has a couple restaurants like the Worthy Burger, Upper Pass Brewery. Um, those are located just a couple miles down the road from Tunbridge. Um, Tunbridge is a pretty sleepy town. You've got town hall, library. <laughs> it sounds perfect. Town hall, library. <laughs> yeah. And breweries. I'm liking all the food and, and brewery references. Breweries. Like, <laughs> yeah. But absolutely gorgeous. Um, you know, lots and lots of neat little family farms that um, you know, like my family have been in existence for generations. So it's a pretty unique place to get to poke around. Oh, cool. 
sitting, I'm, I'm sitting here scrolling through all your Instagram stuff. So <laughs> I was like, Christine's looking at it on Instagram. I could tell like, this always happens at this time in the podcast. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. Cool. Anything else I want to know about this? <laughs> <laughs> it's also another really beautiful place um, is like Woodstock, Vermont is really close by. So if folks, listeners have been um, to or heard of the Vermont Overland, that's probably the closest race that's right nearby to where the ranger takes place yeah well knowing you and just like your commitment to community and women and Pamela can tell you've got the same thing I know there's a lot of women that were really bummed that they didn't get into rooted Mm -hmm. so here's another great opportunity a little earlier in the year in Vermont or if you live not far away it could be a nice warm-up for rooted like if you're up in that area Um, so, yeah, the the ratio of mileage to climbing in this race is no joke. And I, I know mm-hmm. for certain that a lot of people use this as a really uh, unique opportunity to train for a race later in the year. And again, like just that the gravel enduro format is so cool and unique for the ability to, you know, go out and and ride with people that might be, you know, a very different ability levels if it was a start to finish race, but can spend the whole day riding with each other and, you know, go hard for a segment and then kind of regroup. So it's pretty ideal in terms of a training ride, um, if that's what you're looking for, but it's also just a really fun day with friends. If, if that's your goal too. We use a similar. I think too, like, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think another, um, way to think about it too, is like, if you want to try to find people on bikes in the area or in all of Vermont, if you can, whatever, New England, like there will be opportunities on Saturday to show up and, and partake in that. So um, we can try to cast that net a little bit wider because there's, there's such a need for connection um, for first timers, whether it's women or not. Um, and so we want to try to facilitate that. So. Awesome. I love I can- it. Uh, I want to just put a a quick plug in for um, two women that have been super instrumental in, in growing um, the women's participation side of things. Um, Kim Coleman and Megan Owens have been very involved um, in the Ranger since its inception and have really built um, a really strong cycling community here in the Burlington Richmond area. And they will be participating with us on Saturday and Sunday as well. Um, and they just create really cool opportunities ranging from, um, you know, something that is like a more no drop atmosphere, um, to, I think they've got a couple themed ideas up their sleeve this year, Pamela, that might actually have nothing to do with riding bikes, but I think that they've got their silly pants. I think they've got their silly pants on a little bit too. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. I love it. Yeah. You're playing with the word ranger a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Costumes, maybe. I don't know. This sounds like my kind of ride. (laughs) well and I just like that enduro format too because like you said it can be social and even if you're like not trying to go for a win you can even go I can go really hard here and give myself a challenge in the midst of like this this fun thing and then I can just like chill again and ride with everybody so it's like you can have your own I mean every event you do right is you versus you but you can kind of have that a little bit more without feeling like you have to go hard the whole time to try to see the get the best, you know, 
So I like that. It's a good opportunity for people to voice, like, like voice what they need. Like my riding partner, I didn't realize she had such a fire in her belly until we started going. She's like, I'm going to go for it. Like, awesome. This ride alone is plenty for me. And just having the confidence to say what you need, get what you want. And then if part of that is still riding with your friends, then to do that too. So it's a great format to speak up for yourself. Like it's your race, it's your ride. You're not like, ooh, someone's slowing me down. They had to go to the bathroom and our whole time's off. Like in that whole weird um, sort of riding racing dynamic. So yeah, it's good. It gets rid of the excuses. I mean, truly, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't drop anyone. <laughs> Love it. Well, if people want to follow your all's adventure on social, your all's adventures on social media, we know that uh, Rachel has the most unique Instagram handle. And if you haven't heard the story, you can go back and listen to when they did the live podcast. It's like, and I think December, 2020, 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, she talks about how she got her Instagram handle. So you'll have to go back and listen to that one and get great gear advice. But um, where can people find you all if they want to follow you or get in touch with either one of you? Um, I, on Instagram, I am at Pamela Robo, R-O-B-O. That's my, that's where you can find me. So. And I am Nancy underscore leg power. <laughs> <laughs> You are even laughing at that, Rachel. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I didn't make it up, so I think I can. I know it's hilarious. <laughs> I love it. It's very it. cute. It's very cute. Yeah, yeah. we're love gonna make it. people go listen to that old podcast recording. To yeah. There you go. Yeah, you should. And it's you appropriate should. right now if you if you've got cold weather around you. So yeah, it's not gonna hurt you. <gasps> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope uh, this probably will actually come out pretty close to coinciding with um, the race launching because it'll be a couple of weeks. So hopefully uh, keep us up to date on when registration is going to open and we'll we'll definitely promote it out. So we're we're really excited to have more women race directors join the fold. Love it. (laughs) I know know your husband's running on it too, but you know, we're going to count you all. Yeah. Great. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it is absolutely a product of, you know, so much empowerment that I know we both have felt over the last couple of years stemming mm-hmm. from this awesome community that we're a part of, but also, you know, listening to a ton of your episodes and just hearing like, okay, across the country, there's this woman who had an opportunity or thought, hey, how could I make something better? And saying to herself, like, why not I, why not me? Why don't I just do it? You know? And so I think a lot of like my drive to take on these kinds of things is just like, why not me? Like I'll give it a try. And I know that there's going to be women around me to help and call on and, you know, run scenarios past and, or become business partners with, um, I mean, or that. (laughs) And, uh, so it's certainly we're, we're psyched to do it, but it's absolutely a testament to lots of others that have come before us and, raise their hand yeah. when an opportunity existed. So thank you for what you all do to inspire and encourage that. It's pretty cool. Oh, it's the best Absolutely. podcasting ever. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we and will. the bell. <laughs> and, the bell. <laughs> and where's that button? <laughs> Where is that button? You have been listening to the Girls Gone Gravel podcast. This podcast is edited and produced by the team at Live Feisty Media. 
If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating. It really helps other women find the podcast. And be sure to follow us at Girls Gone Gravel on Instagram or Facebook.